up, ladies and gentlemen? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Live Free Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Maxwell. Today is a no-guest, super special bonus episode. Uh, Lex and I just sat around and shot the shit uh, for about an hour. About uh, We talked body dysmorphia, heel hooks, nasal issues, which I still have. I'm still blowing snot out of my head. It's crazy. Mouth breathers, uh, which I'm one of. Shit-talking. Lex gets all therapist uh, in this episode, he um, basically breaks down my mental issues, which is kind of funny. Uh, we talk David Lynch, Vibrations, The Lotus Sutra, which we play, and I suggest everyone go and YouTube that and, and listen to it. It's crazy. It's like a 10-minute Buddhist monk chant. We talk the Jesus story, open door policies, positivity, Captain Save White People, Letting It Go, Open Letters, and Agreeability. So I just want to put this episode out there. We uh, On Thursday, we have Adam Hunter Caldwell on the show. But yeah, so I just want to throw this one out there. Bonus episode for this week. Um, probably record some shit like this every, every now and then, I think. Um, the podcast turned three this past weekend. So happy birthday to the podcast. I want to um, thank everybody for listening to the show. Um, I'll keep doing it as long as you keep listening. And a big thanks to all the guests who have been on the show. If you go to MikeMaxwellArt.com, click on the podcast, scroll through and see all the people who have been on the show. Listen to old episodes. They're funny. Having Producer Lex on board makes the show sound so much better. So go follow him at Producer Lex on Twitter and on Facebook. He's AX underscore underscore Castaneda on Instagram. You can follow over there. You can follow me at MikeMaxwellArt on everything. And, of course, follow the podcast at Live Free Podcast. So, let's just jump right into this thing, all right? Hope everybody has a fantastic day and a fantastic week. And we'll be back with you on Thursday, all right? Kisses. dun 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 I took a heavy metal right there. Oh, have you ever done the heavy metal version of the Rocky intro? No, or the Rocky theme song? No, you should do that. I should, yeah. Just straight up like some heavy guitar action. What's up, Lex? What's going on with you? I'm good, man. Just another day here, podcasting. Fucking. Oh yeah, so I got um some work at some paperwork i need to submit to work and all that stuff yeah for the past weeks because i've been off but um like i told you um they fuck i sent in all the stuff you might you might not want to talk about this there might be legal ramifications mm, oh shit yeah you should maybe keep that, keep uh, that some wrap. procedure but you're going let's let's just keep it um it's keep it's a uh, keep it i'm playing telephone and the was it the message is translated yeah. Each time it goes through. Yeah, you're, you're dealing problems. with some, uh, le- what like, bureaucratic drama yeah. within your, your workspace, which mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of people can relate to, except for all the artists that listen to the show. I know. You guys are <laughs> lucky, man. But then you guys yeah. always mention that sometimes it's a struggle at the same oh, yeah. time. Yeah, it's it, it's a it's a weighted scale. Yeah, you know? keeping it real. Yeah, so I, I just took down my show at the Low Gallery. Um I'm planning on my next show coming up in Nashville, so I've been painting my ass off. Cool, cool. I just smashed my wrist pretty good in jujitsu yesterday. I decided I did the no, I did gi in the morning, and my mm. wrist just got caught like palm up underneath somebody's back. Yeah, their back was to the mat, and they kind of pulled my elbow out so that my wrist stayed flat, but my elbow kind of raised to the ceiling. So okay. if you were putting your palm sky up. Yeah, and then, no face up, mm. and kept turning your pinky under. Oh. The hand stayed like that, so now I can't turn. Like I could put pressure on the wrist and uh-huh. move it front and back, but I can't rotate it. So oh, I thought sucks. I'd be cute and then play nogi at night, last oh. night <laughs> which was a fucking terrible mistake. I got through the whole class. Uh-huh. I got through, which was really difficult. Like I was trying to use one hand through all the technique. Oh and, man. And I kept like a feeling. I was like, "Oh, that fucking hurts." And then the first roll I had, I I had to tap out at the at the end of it. I couldn't do I couldn't do the final two rolls. I I, I kept like 
buckling over in pain. Oh. It's terrible. So now I'm going to be out for a few days. I was going to apologize, like pre-apologize to the internet for the um, mean posts that we're going to follow in the next two days. Because I'm sure I'll be saying something mean like tomorrow or maybe by Monday I'll say something mean on the internet. Just oh. because I'm not playing jujitsu. Oh, okay. Do you have that? Do, do like, you get like, like a I, negative post? So you kind of just, well, I mean, just from like the exercising the demons while in the gym. So you, mm-hmm. you're just getting back into training after being out for a while. Yeah, yeah. Do you find your mental attitude is better? So like if my if I'm in a bad mental place, mm-hmm. I'll go ahead and post some stupid shit on the internet. Yeah. Like it just, but it happens. What is it? It's where you're like, I have nothing to do, so let's experience this feeling type of deal, right? Yeah. Um, lately, no, it hasn't been like that. I've been kind of like just like autistic to like <laughs> negative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good, right? Yeah. It, it seems like it comes from putting in that work in the gym somehow. Yeah. But I don't feel like I ever got that from doing um, things that weren't like martial arts. If it was just like lifting weights. Or running? No, running has its rewards. Like you feel pretty good about. I think running kind of has some of that stuff. Seems like more cardio based things. Yeah, have a tendency to do that as opposed to like, uh, like muscle sculpting. I don't know. I've never gotten exercise demons by lifting weights or anything like that. Yeah, Um, those dudes never seem happy. No, (laughs) dude. If I thought my body was small and they're to the opposite eye, like they're fucking huge. Yeah. And roiding out, taking all the NO2 explodes, fucking muscle gainers. Body dysmorphia for men is a weird thing. And Arnold would be like, "I'm a." It, have you seen that episode that he was on where he killed like this girl? He I think it was like a old uh, '80s show, but uh, he was like taking off his shirt, and like girl was like, "Why do you disform your body?" He's like, "I'm an artist. I sculpt my body the way I want it to look like." <laughs> and then he I- choked her and. That's a, that's pretty rad, <laughs> except for the choking the woman and killing. Her. But I, I think that idea is kind of cool if that's like your intention. Yeah, you're like I I think a lot of that has to do with control. I think that's why a lot of people get tattoos too. Like, this is my skin. I get to decide what goes in. Yeah, yeah. So you I'm know, breaking the so I'm gonna fucking bitch. draw all over it. So like, I think and I'm gonna make you idea. accept me morally. Yeah, you're gonna love me. I don't know. I think that's pretty funny. Like, all those dudes think they're so small. Yeah. yeah uh, dude, did you see the UFC last night? Yes, I did. Um, what do you think about the Paul Harris uh, heel hook? Oh, I didn't see that one. Oh, that was dude. the very okay, first so, one, right? So you can go ahead and... Didn't he hurt, dude? Yeah, well... Like, dude was screaming and So cage? Paul Harris has an issue of holding on to heel hooks for a little too long. Uh-huh. And it was dope. He pulled into a heel hook. So they uh, they had a little exchange on the feet. Um, he went to go hit the heel hook, and dude got out. They got back up and kind of clinched, mm-hmm. and he just fell right to the leg. Underhook his right leg went up and under, like in between his legs and around to his heel. Yeah, and he underhooks the leg and then just starts attacking the heel. Oh. and he got it in tight. And as soon as they're falling, guys tapping already. But oh. so Paul Harris gets into like this tunnel vision look uh-huh. where like he doesn't see anything else happening. Like, oh man. And the heel Gerbils look is a really dangerous submission. Like, yeah. it could tear your knee to shreds. And so he, the guy's tapping, ref comes in, the ref kind of lands on Mike Pierce as opposed to landing where he should, like, yeah. where the, the submission is taking place. And. He just, like, waves it off and then reaches over and tries to, to like, grab a hold of Paul Harris. Uh-huh. But in, like, the last second, Paul Harris gives the heel a little extra turn. Oh. And so I think the UFC fined him or they're giving him some sort of penalty of some sort. I'm not exactly sure what the what the punishment is. They're, giving, they're laying down some type of punishment on him. Yeah, because he could have really ruined... So the New Jersey um, Fight Commission, Uh they had suspended him for nine months for the same thing. They're calling it uh, unsportsmanlike conduct or something like that. Uh, (laughs) Then at the ADCC Uh uh, Jiu-Jitsu tournament, the Nogi Grappling Tournament, uh, he did the same thing to somebody. Oh, fuck. And 
it was really fucked up because the way it happened, like they they rolled off the mat, mm-hmm. and he was like still twerking it, and then um, the ref like restarted him, like in the position of a heel hook, which is like you know like the starting line of a race. Like yeah. so, you're in the position, and he says go. Mm. And so he just room and he has to tap really fast. And but so like there was a, a situation like after that where it's like you clearly were trying to fucking rip my knee off. Like so he's he's but I blamed it on the ref. Like the ref should have been able to be more dominant, like yeah. jump in and stop the submission right there. Pahar should be mindful of what's happening around him and should be fucking letting go. But here's the thing so somebody taps and then they say, I didn't tap. Like we see oh, that yeah, in the UFC yeah. a lot, so like the old school like uh, uh, Gracie idea of just hold it until they stop you. Like yeah. uh, Hoist used to do that all the time. He would hold the rear naked choke in and ho- keep it for a, a while longer until the oh. ref like broke it up. Because people would be like, "I didn't tap, I didn't tap." I it's just like, spit dude, on your computer, sorry, bro. Like you were asleep. Of course, you didn't tap. <laughs> You can almost say the same thing about knockouts. Like that, the whole, like, say, oh, I wasn't knocked out when you're yeah, clearly yeah, knocked out. They do out. that every time, every time, because people don't know. It's cool. I just fail, fell on my face. I can go. Yeah. So there were some good fights. It was weird. It came on at, like, 2.30 in the afternoon. Oh, yeah, I know. Um, I, one I saw was uh, uh, Tiago Silva and Matt Harmel, and then... Um, yeah, Tiago Silva whooped his ass. Who was the other guy? Pummeled him. Uh, the guy who fought uh, Joey Beltran. Uh, Maldonado. Maldonado, yeah. Yeah, dude. another team. That was Guerra. a fucking crazy fight. Yeah, Eric Silva got knocked out. Dude, that was... That was a great fight. He ran yeah. right into that left hook. That's true. Or the straight left, whatever it, it was. I think it was a it was a hook. Because yeah. I saw him, he was kind of going to rush and then look like a left hook. And yeah, because Kim ducked his head off to the right. Yeah. It was crazy how far he got his head away from the line of that punch it's great and then it just comes like boom ran right into it right into his jaw you saw his whole jaw scoot back he like fell immediately backwards and then dude just finishes it with the i think he, he was winning that fight to too yeah he he won he the, the f- first round they, everybody gave him gave uh kim the first round uh which i mean oh gave kim the first round not eric silva not eric silva no he wasn't making uh a lot of contact it was just uh he had, how would you say, quantity oh, but not quality. And then Kim was mostly defense, defensive and getting shots in. But he Kim was throwing those crazy spinning back fists and was throwing a bunch of winging punches that didn't land too. Yeah, but they Silva both, was dude, kind was of explosive. Yeah, he was right kind of on like he was very defensive. Uh huh. Like he was moving around the ring a lot, like moving kind of weird. It was a good fight though. It was entertaining. Um. What was I gonna? Oh, excuse my my nasalness here. I uh, I got a, a head cold. Dude, it's really weird. I um, I got two head colds in the last like month. Yeah. <clears throat> Both started a day after I um like got minor injuries to my neck. So oh. the last one I got, and of course I'm not a doctor, and I'm sure that. All these germs are passing in different ways. It doesn't really have anything to do with my neck. But mm-hmm. it's weird. It's coincidental that the la- the first one, I was up at Shoya Roll, and I was rolling with uh, Dom Jitsu on uh, Instagram. Mm-hmm. And he caught me in uh, Omoplata, and I tried to roll out, and yeah. I got he stopped me from rolling, and I kind of stretched my neck out, which, like extends the muscle from your neck out to your shoulder like okay it gets like a pinch in there from getting folded up i'm not all that flexible like some people are super flexible and yeah. it doesn't bother them but for me i can't really roll up on my neck that way and so but then i went to uh the ice house and hung out with the death squad crew yeah, yeah. and all that so it would have been easy to catch some germs from them fucking dirty fucks yeah uh <laughs> So then I got the head cold the next day. So, okay. okay, whatever. I just figured it was had something to do with whatever. So this last one, same thing. I uh, I, I rolled jiu-jitsu the day before. Mm-hmm. 
and just kind of i didn't do anything like i didn't get the injury like i did with the first one but i felt the same stretching oh, in the you, same you, set you of reacted, muscles you reacted uh it was kind of like a memory thing like immediately you noticed what it was well, it's it's a repetitive injury that I get. Like, okay. So I know what the feel. I know how it feels. Oh, okay. In a certain, okay. Like if a certain part of my spine is pushing on the nerve, I could tell now. Like, okay. It's just repetitive. So it happened again. Following day, get another head cold. Both head colds were uh -huh. gone in a day. Like you know, like I felt sick for one day. Yeah. Then the following day, I felt fine, but just my my nose is still stuffed up. It's not. I feel totally fine. Yeah. So, obviously, as humans, we always try to connect like things. Oh, so yeah, I'm yeah. like, hey, I got a fucking neck injury. And then all of a sudden, it's like, it seems like it was like, um, you know, in like the cartoons when somebody dies and then their little ghost spirit. Yeah. Oh, up. yeah, yeah. So, I was thinking like if like some illness hides in the spine somewhere, like this is my sort of graphic interpretation of it, and it pinches and then the little ghost yeah, illness goes up swims out and it's like oh, i'm gonna fuck you up now <laughs> or you know and then my i'm not sure if my um immune system has been at its best i've been eating so shitty lately yeah i usually find not really i kind of get stuffy noses and like head colds but uh nothing like that yeah my nose is always kind of, i'm kind of a nasally voice anyway but it's extra nasally now I did, I've told the story, right? Um, I feel like I've told the story on the podcast how I fucked mm. up my nose when I was a kid sliding across the stage. Oh, yeah, yeah. You right? We told that on you this. You jammed your teeth all yeah. up in your situation. Yeah. Fucking jacked my nose all up. I want to get that surgery where they go in there and clean all the fucking cartilage out. Oh, they like, do? They yeah, do that now? yeah, yeah. You can go from not having any air to breathe to, to like, being able to, I can't breathe like, through my nose. It oh. makes me a mouth breather too, which I get so mad when people people always like dog on people who breathe out of their mouths. But some of us can't breathe out of our fucking noses. It's clogged up. It's broken. It's not. It's. I've not never heard anybody properly. hate on. You've never mouth? heard of no. Oh, dude, people Maybe. talk about mouth breathers all the time, like they're like cavemen. <laughs> what? You've never heard of that? No, I've never heard of that. This yeah, is news dude. to me, man. Well, speaking of people talking shit, do people ever like? I've been having a lot of people. I feel like. Part of doing this podcast came out uh, of um, how people always tell me their secrets. I say that in the very first intro one, which uh, actually, shit, what's today? The podcast is almost three years old. Oh, shit. In uh, two weeks, I think. Actually, nice. by the time this is up, the podcast will probably be three years old. Um, but so, like, people have always, like, confided their secrets mm -hmm. with me because I'd never tell anybody else their secrets. Yeah, yeah. A lot of times what people's secrets are is talking shit about other people. Oh. And so I have a lot of people. It's funny how many times I've had people talk shit about each other to yeah. me. And I never tell the other person oh. that the other person is talking <laughs> shit about them. Just because, like, it's so weird. It's such an uncomfortable feeling. Like, I just, I just experienced this the other day. Like, somebody really talking shit about somebody else. Oh, man. And I just sit there and I get real, like, I get... I enjoy being uncomfortable, which anybody who <laughs> listens to the show would know. Um, so I kind of enjoy it to a certain extent. Uh huh. But um, so like, I'll get this feeling. I don't know. Tell me if you if you experience this at all. But like, when somebody starts talking shit, like I get a weird uncomfortableness, mm -hmm. and I get very agreeable. In that like, I don't oh, ever. Yeah, I hear you. I, no, not even maybe not agreeable. I I don't shut them down from talking shit. Oh, okay. So I'll just go like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. All right. Okay. <laughs> like shit that'd be like, okay, I'm listening, but I feel uncomfortable about it. And yeah. I, I'm not exactly sure like how I'm supposed to react. Because a lot of times people will talk shit about somebody who I don't want to talk shit about. Like it Yeah, you're just like, all right, okay. Yeah, and even if somebody starts talking shit, like I'm such a like I'm I'm the type of person who always sticks up for the underdog mm -hmm. or the person who seems like left out or like you know like I, I, i'll i'll protect people yeah yeah if i if i see somebody who's being like pigeonholed or or put aside or whatever so so when people talk shit i listen and then, and then i don't say anything and it's become like a thing and it makes it like i don't like it i really i don't like when people talk shit about but you like to me feeling uncomfortable i do kind of like and i kind of think you look for these situations or you... that's a good question i don't 
Psychologically, maybe, but you. So it's you people won't, you won't searching know. me out okay. to tell me about other people, and it's been this way for a long time. When I when I was in junior high, I've, I've talked about this a lot too. But uh, I was in what was called the Natural Helpers. Okay, and it was Is basically that what you, like, wore like yellow shirts and like. No, we wore, we just had regular clothes, oh, okay. but we were taught to be um, base maybe the same idea now, but this is like when it was first being instituted. Okay, um, so you're like a it, league or something. Well, it was basically we were taught to be counselors, like peer counselors, mm-hmm. and we were taught to um, squelch conflict. Like when there was fights between kids, we were supposed to be the ones that like broke it up and like oh, okay. like made them talk it out. Like we got ta- we got taught how to manipulate young minds. In conflict, yeah. So it's as a teen, and I was voted by my peers mm-hmm. as somebody who they trusted nice. to be this in this like group. Once I got to junior high, uh-huh. like this, the schools worked out this thing. At least that's from what I'm told. And so it's been since then, even you know. Yeah. So like as a little kid, I'm not searching out people who have problems that need to tell me something. You're searching out to resolve problems. Maybe that. I mean that. That could be. Dang. Do I need to get on the couch right now? I think I might need to lay down. No. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I do search those things out. But it's it, down on paper. It's there's a um, there is a video on my YouTube page uh-huh. uh, called La Jolla Lonnie, and you'll see this guy comes up to me and just gives like talks to me for like forty five minutes or something crazy. Yeah, and it's all crazy shit. So, like, you know, I've always been a magnet to, like, people who got some shit that they need to say. Yeah. And so it feels like that's the way with, with shit talking. Like, you know, and people, and I'm not saying that people only confide with me in the shit that they talk yeah. about other people. Because we were talking some shit before the show started, right? Yeah, we were. But we're not going to talk about Talking about, about a bunch of shit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> shit. So do, do, you, do people ever do that with you? Do you feel... How often... Do people talk shit to you about other people? Is it just a natural thing? Is this what people do to, with each other? Yeah, dude. Uh, sometimes it comes in the form of gossip, man. And, and like, it, sometimes it does bring up. It's like, oh, I shouldn't be telling you this. But I'm like, go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a dirty little secret. You're like, I won't tell anyone. Yeah, maybe yeah. I do want it, huh? Yeah. So, Fuck. Because uh, I, I know guess. when I see that coming, when I see that conversation coming, like, I'll engage it. Like it'll a light will go off and then I'll I'll hit that point to where you know you keep it going. Yeah, I don't think I do that though. Like I I have a tendency to use my body, and it's so weird because I don't have any problem expressing my opinions or yeah. about anything else. Like I'll just I'll I'll say whatever the yeah, fuck you're I like, want. Yeah, fuck that. But in here, like I'll try to use like body language. Like I don't like I'm trying not to care. Like I'll start looking at other things like trying to move away like trying to get away from the conversation yeah but motherfuckers when they want to talk shit they'll like grab you and like hold you and be i wonder if they have their mouths up to their ear and they're like listen to this motherfucker i think that suffering just tries to find other people it's like uh misery love and company it's like a black plague yeah it just seeps out like the like the spine ghost that i was talking about earlier nice yeah i try i'm trying to like go on this positivity tip i just um I just started watching a bunch of David Lynch films again. Okay, out of interest, which I've seen most. Of, I've seen them almost all of them. I haven't. I don't remember any of them I've seen. Maybe it could be too young. Yeah, you should watch them. They're fucking weird as fuck, and super cool too. So, dude was a painter, like coming uh-huh. up, and I just got his. Uh, I just got through with his book, it's "Big Catching Big Fish" or something to that effect. Mm-hmm. And I actually did the audiobook because uh, he reads. The audiobook and David Lynch has one of the most unique, funny voices. Like, <laughs> do you know? Uh, he's the voice on Family Guy. Do you watch Family Guy? Yeah. You know the, the bartender? Yeah, yeah. With the big white hair, that's him. The bartender with the big at white the hair. at the bearded clam. Is that the name of the? Oh yeah. He's like, hey, like that type. Of yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, he's the he's the voice for that. <laughs> but so he um, nice. I be, he he's super rad. Like I. I went through and listened to the the audiobook in like a day. And super positive guy. He's into transcendental meditation, which mm-hmm. um I don't know. Should we should we read what transcendent cuz I don't actually even know what but the, I know Trans- what meditation is, yeah. but I don't know what transcendental meditation is. 
trans I think would it be the out of body Wikipedia where you can see yourself while meditating? Uh, it says transcendental meditation refers to a specific form of mantra meditation called transcendental meditation technique and can also refer to the organizations within the transcendental meditation movement and to the movement itself. They just repeated what it is by the the name. Yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I always define things. Well, an apple is an apple. Yeah, that's where I'm just like, all right, these guys are bullshit. Uh <laughs> The Maharashi taught thousands of people during a series of world tours from 58 to 65, expressing his teachings in spiritual and religious terms. Uh, yeah, so I, I think it's meditation using a, a particular mantra. Okay. As opposed to just sitting quiet and focusing what, what on your breathing. Home. Yeah, dude. Oh, we should do... Um, man, there's this one mantra meditate buddhist mantra yeah. meditation thing that's fucking ill uh is it because of the sound waves it makes i think that's m- it makes some really psychedelic weird sounds yeah i think it puts you into a bit of a trance because there's a whole thing where your body responds to certain vibrations and and sound and each part like if you get a i think it's like a something like a mantra is a overload so then everything just goes haywire like kind of like a holding a mic up to the PA, you know, get some feedback. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what it is. But and sometimes you need it to be like out of, or that's how you're calibrating it to stay fresh. I went fucking off the deep end on that. Yeah, that's good. I, well, you you're into that shit. You kind of know like what you know that world. I'm, a little uh, yeah, bit, I'm trying you know? to. I'm trying to it's adjust a, it, it to what I actually know from playing guitar and like vibrations and you can. Sometimes when I play. Um, what is it? My electric guitar, and you can, you can hear it, but not as good. But when I'm soloing, I can notice like I'll have like this. I can feel the vibration in my fingers, and I'll know that the notes I've hit that are that they're correct. Yeah, and they're yeah. Correct. See, that's an intuition that's different. Like for me, as a visual artist, and for people who are visual artists, they're they're used to things from like understanding a visual perspective that feels right. Mm-hmm. You know, like the rule of thirds, how things need to be in a particular order. For yeah. them to feel balanced to our mind, like artists who are visual have, whether it's learned or, you know, after experience, you, you understand what works and what doesn't. Like, you, like it tells you, like, okay, that piece wasn't supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. And that's, it's funny that, like, a totally different sense organ yeah. is giving the same information about another sort of form of creativity. Do we have, can we play a YouTube video? Yeah, we can. And it'll go through? Yep. All right, here, this is the one I was thinking of. Like this shit, I I post this every now and then. Uh, hopefully, there's a fucking commercial. Oh, <laughs> This shit is ill. Yeah, I, I'm gonna say that my vibration theory. Yeah, it puts works, you into yeah. some type of uh, sort of transcendental state. Yeah, is that is that fair? Maybe we should just Google transcendental to see what that actually means. Oh, uh, okay. This I couldn't drive to this. <clears throat> this is the Lotus Sutra. Nice. I found about I found out about this from Duncan Trussell, and now whenever I whenever I play it, I think you know, it's in my favorite videos. So every now and then, I'll just throw on the favorites on yeah. YouTube and let it play through. Which there's a bunch of old ass shit that I don't listen to in here. Nice, but it goes. There's a part where it goes into like, like a really deep what? sound. Let's see if I can skip it. And it's a whole clan of them doing it. Yeah, know? I know. I wonder how many people are in there. It's ten minutes long. Nice. But you can find that it's the Lotus Sutra. And it goes, there's, man, I wish I would hit that part. Maybe it's right about here. 
There's a dude that comes in with a really deep voice what? and it gets creepy. I think I want to know what that sounds like. You know what? I'm trying to figure out if this is like the same, like, uh, were you, uh, when I said earlier in a previous podcast where if it sounds creepy, it's diminished. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This Uh is now a a different representation of it. Yeah, from a totally different perspective. You see it from paper to, to instrument or to sound. This one, you're hearing it from sound to feeling. Uh huh. I sometimes wonder if people would be as fascinated with these things as I am. And typically the answer is no. (laughs) No, really? (laughs) Well, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. (laughs) I don't know. I just... I don't know. Maybe I don't don't judge on how how many people wouldn't uh, think about it. I do. Or know about it. It's funny you bring that up. <laughs> God damn it, I wanted to hear the fucking... It's like, I know this. I, I bet you no one's known about it, but, you know. But then I just kind of turn that function off. I've turned that function off for a while. Yeah, I don't know how to do that. Oh, there he is. This is that guy. <laughs> Dude, I just see painted people and like just straight up like beasts. I was gonna say savages, but that was a derogatory term. (laughs) No, these dude, these are some calm ass fucking Buddhist monks that don't give a fuck. It sounds so violent. Because that's what that I, that's guy what at I the got. That is rad, right? That sounded violent, man. Like, is maybe that's their way of getting it well, out. It's like the Shaolin. Those dudes will fucking stand on their one finger and then slice your neck. They're actually, they're, I forget Whoa. where. <laughs> yeah, well, I know. That's probably, maybe I'm making that. No, they were just, um. There, there was a big thing happening. I'm not sure exactly where it was. Somewhere, I, I would imagine somewhere near Nepal. But yeah, yeah. Buddhist monks were attacking Muslims recently. There was Why? a news story that was going around, and I couldn't figure out the truthfulness of it. But I remember it going around like a few months ago, like Buddhist monks attacking Muslims because that's weird. Like they were attacking mosques and shit. Because I think they were they're fed up. Like I know that, but isn't that the whole Buddhist thing? Yeah, like you're supposed to, to just <laughs> sit there and let it fucking pass. Yeah, those guys are warriors. I don't know. That you, you think you would they think only so. come out when when shit hits the fan? Yeah, that was that's what around. they were put here by whatever. Entity. I love the robes that they wear. Yeah, I would, what aliens? I wish we could rock that shit about. now, like some Roman shit. Oh, have you seen the link going around about um, the Romans inventing Jesus Christ as a way to yeah yeah squelch the Jews from starting wars with the Romans or to convert? Oh, yeah, that's probably yeah. Yeah, because so, I mean. So there's an article that's going around. Isn't that like the the longest war ever? Like it's still that's the same war that's going on today. Yeah, you might Libya be right. Palestine. I don't know. Yeah, or, you might be right. Um, but or Pakistan. I mean. So basically, this guy's coming out with a book and a film, uh-huh. which automatically makes somebody seem a little suspect because oh, uh, there's a financial. Uh, reasoning for what you're doing but um which i mean what who the fuck we're all doing things for money anyway but so he's he put out he had the money to put it out yeah right that too but the obvious idea is that you're trying to make money off a book or or off a film or whatever a documentary so he's saying that uh, um that the romans came up with a psychological warfare technique Mm. by creating the messiah who they were all looking for to to appear prophetically yeah and and did it as a way to squelch uh jewish uprisings and and problems for the roman empire and they thought it was really cute like this guy the guy makes it makes the claim um 
he he's able to sort of utilize one of the only bits of uh, writing that was actually from the, the time the time period. Okay, so which, there's documents in this. Yeah, yeah, there's like this one set of writings that this guy's a historian. I forget the, you know, it's some fucking Roman name like Vesuvius or some fucking shit. The Wrath of Vesuvius, yeah. Uh, and so basically saying that they invented this figure as a way to sort of squelch these things. And uh, there may be, you know, it's not all that far-fetched for yeah. most people. Like a lot of the Jesus story is pretty fucking fantastical and... I think I don't think that dude ever existed. No, like I, I've always looked at at it as a, a metaphorical thing. Well, at least once I decided that religion was, yeah, like, make believe. But that took a little while, I guess. But at least into my teenage years. But so he basically, you know, as a psychological warfare technique, create this figure, and it it showed like I, the article is short, so it's really hard to tell. Like, okay. But it's being passed around. It's one of those memes that are going around. Yeah. You'll see it's like the cover of his book is like uh, Jesus on the cross, but like uh, all deconstructed, like the cross is all deconstructed. Oh, okay. And like he's like, it's like a red background. Look, at, read the article. The, it's kind of, it's only one like one short size. page oh. article. Okay. So like, it's really hard to tell what how truthful it is without mm. reading or getting the information. But that's the hook, right? Yeah. So you're like, okay. This is an interesting idea that, you know, all the atheists will love, all the Christians will loathe, so they'll need to, like, know about it, too, and then yeah. you just make a bunch of fucking but money. Then what, uh, but, oh, then but, then no, but then it goes then to, uh, if it's, was it, this is the, Jew, the Jews, right? If they, um. The Jews. <sighs> crap. I forgot what I was going to say. Man. That's the worst. Oh. <sighs> As, as if they lose that religion, what will they ask then? What's the superior religion? Would it be like they're knocking down the... Everyone thinks their, for, their sect or whatever is superior. So it, it's common to knock one down to make yours seem better? Oh, yeah. That's the only way so things which go. One, so which... Uh, how well, how they would have to explain their religion and their beliefs even after they said, like, you know, this God is retarded. Or, you know, there's yeah. no Jesus. Well, you know, dude, people don't want to like, like, face those what questions. Is it then? Tell me. Like, I just, man, I had a friend who, uh, there was a big Mormon thing that happened this week. Like, they had their big, like, national convention or whatever. Oh, gosh. And a friend of mine posted, who's a Mormon, posted a video saying, oh, well, this, I'm posting a lot of religious stuff this week, or a lot of Mormon stuff this week, uh... For my friends that aren't Mormon, here's a video that sort of, like, answers your question. Oh, dude. And the video was basically, they used the word family maybe 150 times in, like, a span of 30 seconds. But basically they made this, like, it was a propaganda film, in my opinion. The way I experienced it, it looked like a propaganda film. Yeah, it is all. That was aimed at people who feel alienated without a family that could possibly come in and become a oh, family oh, member yeah, and thing. And then it talked about all the charity that they that they do. But meanwhile, I'm looking at these pictures of what looks like a like a humongous arena full of all these people in this place that must have cost millions and millions of dollars to build. Look at all the like Mormon structures everywhere oh, and the God. amount of money that goes through that system and I was like, "Okay, you are uh Going after a certain group of people to join your church as a way to uh, How further are you collecting the, all that money, dude, from the people that are the members of the church. So, do they require like yes. a mandatory give up? Well, it's no difference than Catholicism does the but same thing. It's like it's it's a uh, it's maybe not well, as mandatory. No, but. it's not a mandatory. It's like a how is it like a trust gesture like we'll trust you to give us your money yeah but they guilt you but, into that fucking oh, shit i, fucking I grew up in the catholic church Fuck i watched that, that shit dude. i watched every single person put their little envelope in the fucking thing i watched my stepmom write her little fucking ten dollar check uh, to put into the envelope before we even went to the place you know every day i watched that basket you know go they, by with you know all the cash now? in it besides the basket now they send you those slips to your house and just you could just mail them in yeah you can mail in money yeah. so like yeah, that's like, all tax free too. Oh, tax dude. free money right to the head. Fuck that shit, man. So, what? just like the book, it ends up like 
That's what you. That's so what if the Roman Empire created that, and the Roman Empire, let's say, formed itself into religion, we're like, we're still the Roman Empire. Yes. And now yes. they're collecting all this money. Yes. Oh man, that's exactly right. Collecting that's exactly all this money. right. So, yeah. th- so theoretically, what we just said, the Roman Empire is still. Alive yeah, and it's and funny how today. often the United States is referred to as like the the second Roman Empire. Like we're always talk like whenever anybody talks about like the fall what could possibly be the fall of the United States, they always like use Rome as uh or the Roman Empire as uh as an example yeah. of how things go bad. Like we're That's going just, through exactly what they say. That explains with, a lot because how uh in Rome like the Vatican is a city, uh-huh. so that must have been what was left of it. And they just turn shit around, yeah. And just you just create a story. And what he says, he implies <laughs> that um, that they did it like partly as a joke, so that people in the future could see that they had laid out this masterful plan mm-hmm. to fool a group of people into not being a problem for their government. That sounds like, and it's still going. <laughs> if the guy's right, it's hilarious. Like if he really figured out, like got the historical references to yeah. put it all together, like. I mean, we all know. Dude, whenever I hear people say, like, God bless you or any of those things, I I instantly, dude, I instantly think that they're crazy. I know that they're not, like, all the way, like, mentally unstable, Mm -hmm. but the first thing that comes to my head is, you're a little bit crazy. (laughs) You think a big God up in the sky, and not that maybe they're right. Maybe they're right. But they they know that what, what has happened because of the Bible or because of whatever information that they That's have. That's so fucking... It's it makes me shit, go, dude, you're, you're a little bit crazy. Yeah. And there's a lot of I them. Do, there's a I lot do of that little bit crazy too. people. Yeah. <laughs> or I don't say you're a little bit crazy, like, oh, fuck, I can't trust you now. Yeah, totally, totally. Like, there's no trust issues because he's not open to himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would just to say, like... And, you know, a lot of people say shit that they don't... That it's just traditional, like, things that are part of what how they talk or whatever. Yeah. But some like anybody brings up God, like there was somebody uh, we were watching The Voice. Crystal watches the shit out of The Voice. <laughs> I kind of, I'm into it a little bit. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> I listen. I pretend I'm not paying attention. But, yeah. uh, did you see the, oh, speak not to derail you. Did you see the one where the dude had Tourette's and he was saying? No, no, like Tourette's karaoke. Every time no, I hear no. REM now, losing my religion. <laughs> in between the lyrics, I go fucka, fucka, fucka. <laughs> no, um, it, when he sang, it like somehow calmed him down. Cause it's, say if it was a mental uh, dysfunction, yeah, 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 or you know, it. So there's a switch that's always going off. Yeah. So when you singing, so say singing took up like all his mental focus. And it stopped. That's, That's what, what I thought was going to happen on the Tourette's karaoke oh. REM version. I thought he's going to sing beautifully in between all his terrible Tourette's issues. But he didn't. He did. Well, he sang okay, but yeah. then he still Tourette's in between. Is that <laughs> is that the verb? You Tourette's? You Tourette's. Why was I, why was I bringing up the voice? Because. You derailed me. Oh, I had a point. Uh, we were talking about how trust issues and the voice or some God bless you on the voice. How Was you you don't voice? trust them, yeah. Oh fuck, I don't remember. Oh, I pieced that all together for you. No, you it was know. that wasn't it. It was uh I watched the voice. God and the whole thing. Yeah. Shit, I don't remember. Fuck. And we were talking about uh dude's book on how the Roman Empire yeah. created Catholic. The, the whole voice thing threw me off. The fact that I admitted to <laughs> liking it a little bit threw my whole game off. Shit, I don't remember exactly. And I think it kind of derailed you with the dude. I know you said right? just because you said. <laughs> let me derail you for a second. It was a fucking point to the goddamn voice. I know it's right there. It's like yeah. just sitting in the back of my brain, going, "Ha ha." <laughs> I'm not gonna remember what the fuck you wanted to say. It's like I put it in a Rubik's cube. Like, Try to figure this out, bitch. Son of a bitch. What's up with CeeLo, though? He's got that weird shit on his head. It's See, got like, I don't know, man. He, uh, it looks like a Sharpie tattoo drawn on his head. Have you <laughs> noticed that? No. Yeah, dude has... You know who I'm talking about, CeeLo? No, no, no. Gnarls Barkley. Uh, is, he, is he like the dude that just announces? or He's he's part of the judge. Right? Yeah, he's the judge. He's the, the judge. The bald black guy. Oh, okay. Are you thinking of the other singing show? 
Yeah, is it the same show? Because there's a, there's like three of them now. There's still American Idol. There's X Factor, and there's uh, yeah. We don't fuck with that shit. You know, no, we don't mm-hmm. fuck with the voice. The voice. Yeah. God damn it! What did I want to say about the fucking voice? What was I saying? Gosh, I don't fucking remember. Damn it! It's gonna be epic as fuck though. Yeah, there was a good point there. <clears throat> damn it! So yeah, sorry, we got high. Before sorry this. guys. No, we got high before this episode. I've always blamed that shit on everything. But really, it's just my brain can't hold that much information anymore. It doesn't remember. Like, what? (laughs) You just turn down one path, and then the other path just totally fucking goes away. Yeah. Especially when you have to keep fucking talking. Yeah. You know, it's nice when we have one other person, and then we can make them do a bunch of the talking, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just sit there and just uh, interject at points that where you can... You kind of can spin it off in your own direction. Oh, I remember what I did want to talk about. When you had brought up a point about um, being able to let some shit go or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I notice when friends unfollow me okay. on social media. Uh-huh. I'm such a fucking, like, a weirdo. Like, <laughs> does this ever happen to you? Like, yeah. you notice somebody unfollows you? Yeah, yeah. Do I- you unfollow them? If you notice that, like, okay... So like there's some there's certain artist type people who I have a tendency to disagree with mm-hmm. uh, socially on a lot of things or you know yeah. like like I was just arguing about um, Miley Cyrus again uh-huh. recently because those photos came out that Terry Richardson did yeah. and so like I noticed a couple I noticed like I've noticed and even in the past I've noticed when people have unfollowed me mm-hmm. and I've had it to where I unfollowed somebody else because I was like tired of like seeing their shit yeah and then they saw that i unfollowed them and they're like oh i'm gonna unfollow you so does this ever happen to you like if you get followed by somebody or like like somebody you know like unfollows you or like unfriends you on facebook like that's a different one like if you ever gone to like shit i haven't seen any of my this person's post in a while and you go to their page yeah it's like you're not friends. Yeah, you, it's like you quick, go look, like motherfucker. Send friend request. Does that have an effect on you? Because yeah. like you're saying, like it you, used to. Now I'm just like, huh. I'm I'm more of like an internet troll. So I like people care do that way shit. Too much. People just fucking. Um, I got like a constant people of coming in and constant people of leaving. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's, a, it's an open it's door like policy. Full, it's like full. <laughs> Everybody's waiting to get in the club. <laughs> Dude, it's two o'clock. You got to go somewhere else. Oh, and they're at the and they're at the dude uh, the front where the bouncers has the the count clicker, like how many can be withheld in there. <laughs> yeah, and so we've reached our limit. You yeah, get the fuck out of here. Yep. So that it doesn't bother you too much. You think it's kind of funny? Yeah. Fuck, I take it really personal. Unless it's like a, a family member, then I'm just like, what the. fuck? Well, yeah, that's a little bit. But different. then there's some family members that I saw in front of me, and I was like, I know why you in front of me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I I'm the same. I. I know why when I start to say certain things yeah. that people will not be appreciating it very much. So like, there's been a. <laughs> let me look up my my post today, which it, today's the um, the tenth. You went hell in the Moste last night. I said hell of fucking Northern California. Oh, buddy. Oh. What did I do? Uh, what is it? The whoever's having a good day on this, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I've been. That's I brought up David yeah. Lynch before. And I've I've been trying to work the the positivity into okay, the world. Yeah. Like instead of, I've actually stopped myself. Like this week, I was like, okay, when you decide to like make some snarky ass comments, so like talking about the Mormons. Maybe it was the Mormons yeah. that I was talking about that led me into the voice, Mormon voice. Fuck, I don't know. Mormons. You talk, we're talking about money again. We're talking about money, and then we went back to. Uh, money and collecting for the church and then what uh, it's gone uh so <laughs> david lynch was talking about how he was really an angry person and like mm-hmm. you know things got to him and he was like emotional about shit and uh like would get blocked up like trying to be creative yeah which i don't ever i don't well i guess i have those issues too but i, I have the anger issues for sure mm-hmm. i think i got the han do you know about the han what's that no yeah. Look it up. H A N. Uh and so he he talked about just accidentally coming into transcendental meditation uh-huh. and that he was like, I I don't what do I 
care about this. Like he didn't like go into it with like a bunch of like hokey pokey ideas or whatever. Yeah. And he said that after he started doing it, that a lot of his like anger issues and like his inner turmoil seeks to exist. Yeah. So it's something I want to try. And so like I've been, I've been making an effort to try to make other people feel good Mm -hmm. as opposed to just making myself feel good all the time. Like just, even if it's, even if it's kind of fake, you know, like if See, it looks a little like hate fake shit, man. You gotta kind of fake it to get good at it. Okay, to like have it be a real thing sometimes. Mm. Like so, like I'm super negative. Like I, I have a lot of like inner anger, <laughs> and like things make me really frustrated, and I get grumpy, and I act really aggressive in response to mm-hmm. like my inner like demons or yeah, whatever. Yeah. So. It always feels good, like to make other people feel good. Like so, like I. What you were talking? Let's see. I'll pull that one up so that we can make a. You can see the difference between me getting injured, me playing jujitsu and being nice. Mm-hmm. I said, uh, "Here's to each and every one of you having a fantastic day. May it multiply." So that's super positive, yeah. right? Yeah, like, that was super positive. And I try to like I'll every like like few days I'll send my mom and my sister a text message and just mm-hmm. be like, "Hey, hope you have a fucking great day." I don't say fucking great day. Yeah. Hope you have a great day today or whatever. Love you guys, blah blah, blah whatever. Yeah. Just something to like start their day off on a on a positive note. Yeah. So but then today my my frustration with people got got the better of me. But uh, this is still kind of funny. The like yin it's and a, the yang. So you, today I wrote. You can if, literally uh, see it on Mike's Facebook. Yeah. If <laughs> if you're going to stereotype someone, make sure it's a white person. That way, nobody will call you out for being racist. So <laughs> that's okay, unless you're not white. If, for me saying that. No, in that theory, like you know how that thing is like. So that means only white people can talk shit about white people. No, everybody can talk shit about white people. It's okay. Like so I've been there's a been there's been a bunch of like and I hate to be like the uh like Captain fucking save yeah. white people. <laughs> that should be my new fucking nickname. Captain save, Captain white, save people. white people. That should be your Twitter handle. No, there's been a lot of like <laughs> st- <laughs> I should make that. Can you can you make that right now? Uh, <laughs> it, it might come up. It'd be like a cape. You could make like a, a Superman type logo. Yeah, that's actually really funny. I wonder if we could that's do that. Fucking it's not like a troll page on Twitter, oh, man. Jesus. So no, it's like there's been a, I've been noticing like a ton of stuff that's like stereotypical white shit. Like mm. somebody like there was a an article that was going around the internet that was like the 25 most whitest things that have ever happened. Oh yeah, I see that. Uh, there's a bunch of like stuff like people attacking white girls for the shit that they do. Yeah. Then uh, what was the other thing? Oh, I saw somebody post uh, uh, like a site that was dedicated to white guys trying to get Asian girls on dating sites. <laughs> Chinese Chinese girls specifically. Damn, it's a fetish site right there. And we all know it's a thing. I think yeah. we, I feel like we've talked about it on the show a little bit. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't know. I've talked about it in my personal life with mm. people, but. They made it look like it was like the creepiest white guys, sh- the the creepy shit white guys say to Chinese girls, or like you know, like oh, a whole thing, like fuck. they just made like white people look super fucking creeped out. Yeah, and then I'm I'm probably I, I doubt the person listens to the podcast, but uh, one of the comments that was in there, yeah, was made by a white feminist woman that said. Man, I don't know why you guys just don't torch all the white dudes. I'm paraphrasing. I don't have it. There. Okay, yeah. So, implying torching and killing somebody uh-huh. is the right response to an annoying white person asking a question of a Chinese person. So, it, it because those guys are perceived as creepy, like yeah. because maybe they... And and it would, we always say it's a fetish, but like people can have their types. Like, like I know, like I have a type that I that I like. Yeah. That, and I think it, it's a genetic thing. Like our DNA kind of searches shit out. Yeah. But like all of a sudden, it's like creep factor because white guys like Asian girls. Like it's it's like it's a thing. Like it happens. But so because you we're know, so apt to and we're so apt to yeah. bundle people into like categories. I was in my Spanish class, and dude said he was a white guy in Spanish. I liked Asian women. And the teacher's like, can you say something that you like in Spanish? 
And why? <laughs> so why is that like, creepy? You know, and dude, it's creepy as because f- you just let everybody know your fetish, man. Or but why does it have to be a fetish? Can well, it just be your type? Is there a difference between having a fetish? And I don't know. Type? I think there's a whole race issue there that you're going into. Yeah. Well, so those are the things that I've been seeing lately, <laughs> and I've managed to not comment on them. I've not engaged people. Yeah. Like, I've seen at least, like, ten things that I was like, okay, here's where I normally will insert my opinion and see if we can get into some sort of altercation, like the, verbal yeah. altercation. And I've managed to say, no, 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 no. Don't you do just that. Like, you just let them go. Let it go. I'm trying to be like you, but normally... Everything inside my being is like on fire. See, the, it's pestering. It's yeah. like there's like those those uh, spine ghosts that I was talking about are trying to just run out of my face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like everything is trying to express an opinion so fucking quickly to just a uh, sort of emotional response. I do that a lot. But so I waited. I waited all week, and then I I ended up with this one because my wrist hurts from jacking it up in jujitsu yesterday okay but it's kind of funny right it has a like a bit of comedic humor to it in in its delivery i'm patting myself on the back (laughs) white people have liked the post yeah (laughs) a couple mexicans uh italian to go like that one some canadians canadians are white people right yeah that's a joke would you joke people (laughs) what would you like even classify man i don't know we're all fucking people. Yeah. Everybody's so goddamn sensitive. You can't I'm fine with them. the jokes. I like the jokes. Yeah. Oh, All the white no, people posts people, are super funny. People funny. who can't handle a joke is a hypocrite. Yeah. Because you'll, you'll fucking laugh at something else when it comes to something that pertains to you. You're not going to laugh at it. Yeah. So. It's like when people start talking shit. Nobody wants to have shit talked about them, right? Oh, I know I got shit talked about me. I know. I, I sometimes try to... Like, <laughs> I was like, I know you're going to talk shit. But it's all good. Yeah, I I wonder. It's so funny. Like it's like a sick game I play. Like to see who's shit talking can out shit talk the other person. Yeah, I don't like it. I could tell when people like I people say certain things. Like somebody told me uh, the other day, shouldn't you be chasing some conspiracy theory or something to that effect? And I was like, what? You got that? Yeah. I, and oh I, shit! I'm not. I don't put myself don't, out there like as Illuminati, much of a conspiracy you know, like theorist, Alex right? Jones, no. Yeah, I don't see that at all. I think he was you making an implication about so you talk about social problems that so, problems that are in like society. I think he was making a Rogan reference, but you weren't. But you weren't saying like when you say conspiracy theory, you're like, oh, red flagger, and that you never post anything. Yeah, like that. I, that's. I tried to figure it out, and I was like, so here's one of those things where I was okay. like, okay, somebody's talking shit. Like, what are you bringing, why are you saying that for? Yeah. Why are you talking shit? Maybe because he's like, how dare you fucking, it's this. Yeah, well, <laughs> it, came out of, like a, it came out worse? of a Miley Cyrus debate, which, <sighs> oh, God. People still talking about her? Dude, everybody is making, can we put an Bro, end to open letters? there's chicks in porn and no one's fucking batting an eye. Like, yeah, barely is- turn 18 and they're fucking crying about Miley Cyrus? Yeah, it, I want I want there to be a moratorium on open letters to celebrities. I don't want to see another goddamn open letter. So now Arizona Ice T wrote an open letter to her about because she was in those Terry Richards. Is it Richard Terry Richards or Richardson? I forget his name. What's the creepy fucking photographer guy? I think it's, I think Terry, it's Terry Richards. Richards. Is it Richardson? Richard, I think it's Richardson. Yeah, I, I think, think you're right. Yeah, I yeah. think you're right. Um he took photos of her, and she has like she's drinking a great uh, Arizona iced tea, and then she's holding it by her pussy like it's a dick. Like she's gonna, oh man! And I think they wrote a letter to her saying how they in some. You're I didn't read the letter. The company. Yeah, we don't. We're want gonna you. go bankrupt because of your fucking yeah nonsense falsified advertising. And they so put like, out that we have not had any affiliation or yeah. paid her in the photo shoot thing. So I didn't read it. I was so not interested because everybody's writing open letters to oh. goddamn Miley Cyrus. And so, you know, I ended up getting into some shit over that. But, you know, you interestingly know it, enough, that dude is super fucking creep. I guess a bunch of people are coming out, like models are coming out, mm-hmm. saying, like, how he talked him into sucking his dick and fucking him and shit, like, well, dude. in the photo shoots. Like there's a bunch of people coming out, but it's so okay. Like, hey, you want to be on the on the magazine, huh? That's what it is. It's so it's these young impressionable girls who 
just do whatever their fucking managers say. Go like, do this shoot, and, and like, then I'm gonna. They want to be on the cover. Two hundred dollars, but I won't. They all want to be on the cover. That's what they they think that if they do like yeah do something man that must get for the person who's get receiving that or pressuring wouldn't that like kind of gradually get bigger you know um so you look for the thrill more yeah you know it's a two way street when you look at these situations yeah. like okay going back it's she another, could be yeah. she p- could be getting manipulated or she could want to fuck like i mean you know, we don't know because we're not in the the places. But what we're what seems to be coming up now is mm. that these young girls, like five years later, are ashamed of what they did, or feel as though that they were manipulated, which very well mm-hmm. could be the truth. They they were sort of pressured into doing sexual acts. Like one girl got filmed, like sucking his dick or something, mm. and she was like, "Wow, I I just basically filmed a porn and like didn't." You know, these girls are like, if these girls are 18 or 19, on some level, they should be responsible enough for themselves that mm-hmm. they they shouldn't have to get into those predicaments. But yeah. when you see, like, these people who are in a career that have is very money, difficult to, to be a part of and to make it in, like, maybe they'll do things against their morals. And should should there be some... There should be some level of professionalism. Should mm. maybe, But who's to say that we make these morals? But anyway, so the, there's some some articles coming out of these girls who they're not being raped. That's, I don't think the they're that, consenting. They're definitely but consenting. But they're being forced to consent. So then, of yeah, s- that's a great area that yeah. that I guess needs to be addressed in you know, or even brought to light so that other female models or male models. And then it even, just goes into it goes into the hands of opinion now. Yeah, how do you decide think? which one is right? How do you yeah. say? Yeah, you gotta be, you gotta close or was it turn your head to one and make sure the other dude's one. a fucking super creep, like yeah. like molester, eighties <laughs> molester style. I mean, I don't know the guy, so maybe I shouldn't candy. make those those. Maybe judgments. I like maybe his photos girls are though. Just trying to just jump on him, dude. Could be the case. Who knows? So, yeah, that's where that's where we're at. And I what think. if he's gay and he's trying to hide it? Uh, well, he might be both. Might be bi. I think he gets down with whatever. He I mean, gets, he's a freak. He just got to the point where I needed some excitement. Well, it's crazy. He gets all like most a bunch of celebrities nude yeah. on film a lot. He had Miley Cyrus's titties and vagina out, and people were pissed. People get so pissed really? at that shit. Yeah, it makes people feel so uncomfortable. Oh, they don't gosh. know what to do, and I don't know why they care. It's like female reproductive organs on things. It's funny. People, us nuts. That argument that I was having, yeah. somebody posted that they didn't, they were like, enough about Miley Cyrus. I don't want to fucking hear, fuck you, you're the problem. And I was like, well, uh, just because you're responding negatively to something mm-hmm. that you think shouldn't be talked about doesn't mean that you're not still talking about it, you know? <laughs> like, and people attacked me, like, because, you know, whenever you have the opposite opinion of, yeah. like, Everyone's so fucking agreeable like, on the internet. They they just want to have people who have the same opinion of the, as them, so that yeah. they could all like it, like all the white people on my white post. You know, <laughs> but as soon as there's a contrarian, yeah. everyone's up in arms. Like, oh, let's attack this guy. Like, I had people like attacking me personally. Get him! I think somebody was calling me like a Joe Rogan wannabe. You know, because oh, that, like that's what I think the conspiracy thing was. Like that, I'm like biting Joe or something by. Doing a podcast, maybe I don't know. Wow. So yeah, yeah like that, and then weird. and then I was like, people were like, "Oh, you're really emotional about this." Like to me, like you're really invested in this. I was like, "Well, no, I just you know the sociology of it is interesting to me. Like to mm-hmm. see how people react to these things, I find very funny. Like and, and, mm-hmm. and interesting to look at from an outside perspective." And he's like, "Oh, we got a sociologist here. Let's uh, write some tr- write some graphs and some charts for me." Like, just oh, being condescending. Shit. Like, not really discussing <laughs> what it is that I'm saying. Yeah. But just being condescending for the sake of uh, being agreeable <laughs> to the original post. <laughs> yeah. So, people out there, stop being so goddamn agreeable. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't do it. Actually, you should actually now be agreeable, because if I'm telling you to not be agreeable, you should do the opposite of what I'm telling you to do. So, there's a little so reverse psychology. To stop the to stop your barrages of the post or whatever... Just to let it go. Exactly. That's actually a better 
a better way to look at this thing. Um, what's up? We got anything coming up? I, I know we were. Um, I was supposed to have uh, this Tuesday when I I got sick this Tuesday, so I wasn't able to record our normal episode. And like I I don't know if I uh, mentioned it. I just hadn't felt like doing. Yeah, I think we I didn't feel like doing an interview today. Well, it, it does just, take work, uh, yeah. I felt like talking and Shoot not having to shit. be like yeah. find out about somebody's life story which i mean of course we love doing that here on the show it's mm-hmm. um a thing that we do but it it seemed nice to uh to just shoot the shit about whatever yeah. the fuck we do wanted to complain different. about but um adam hunter caldwell is no. gonna we're gonna reschedule maybe next tuesday um and we're talking with a bunch of people about doing more episodes here soon so we'll get all that lined up. Um, <clears throat> I think when this comes out, Nashville sh- Nashville show at the Octane Gallery, mm. uh, November fifteenth. That'll be pretty close to that. Um, yeah. What else? You got you hooked up the Facebook page. You got a Facebook like page. Yeah. Let's get people to go like you. Producer Lex. Producer Lex on the Facebooks and the Twitters. Yeah, on Twitters. Your Instagram. You is- told me. You told me, uh, or you didn't tell me. But I felt like you told me through the your intro in the podcast that you were saying that my Instagram should be producer Lex. Well, no, it could be whatever you know. No, you but you're like you it should be. It's like you're like he's at a yeah. different Instagram. It's like it should be producer Lex. I'm like, yeah, just because yeah, it makes it easier make in my life, easier to find me. Yeah. <laughs> but what is your Instagram? A X underscore Castaneda. Yeah, you got underscore. Whenever you drop an underscore in there, son, shit my last name fucks people up, dude. Yeah, it's not an easy last. Well, name. even the way I say it, I I say it. With a K sound, people always get mistaken. They're like, K? Oh, yeah. I'm like, no. And figuring out where the purpose. Figuring out where the A's and the E's mm-hmm. go it can get difficult. Yep. Um, so find that. Follow the podcast, the free podcast. Um, yeah. You got anything else you need to get out there? Got a new, um, maybe by the time this comes out too, the new Higher Primate shirt that I did for uh, Rogan. For Rogan should be out. Nice. Um, we're just waiting on the samples now. Just got all the graphics done. So that'll be out for all the Death Squad fans and uh, Rogan aficionados. Nice. Nice. Uh, Yeah, and that's it. That should be it. All right, guys. See you later. Later.